Hello, creeps and ghouls. You're listening to Martell's Movie Madness with your host, Ryan Martell and Cagney Larkin. So grab your popcorn and try to survive the movie madness. <laughs> What's poppin', y'all? Pop, 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 pop. It's Martell's pop. Movie Madness, and I am uh, Ryan Martell, the non-binary beefcake, here with... The non-binary beefcake. Here with... <laughs> what a subtitle. Here with... Here with... I thought you were gonna do a subtitle nah, for me. You just wait for me to do yeah, it? Yeah, you gotta do your own intro. Cagney Larkin, the... The, the dude... The not the guy, uh, the not the guy with the alliterations the man. in the pocket. <laughs> I don't have any cool alliterations like you. The guy with more VHS tapes than me. Yeah, sure. Yeah, boy. The physical media pimp, motherfucker. <laughs> this is the new format. I hope you guys like it. We're just you keep doing. Saying that. We're just riffing. You don't We're doing them. <laughs> whatever we want to do, whenever we want to do it. If I want to get up right now. Just fart directly into the microphone. I'm not gonna do it because it'll leave yeah, a good. Yeah, let's not. It'll leave a nice little scent on the microphone foam, but you don't want that. Uh, you know, There's I could particles, Ryan. I could technically do it if I wanted to, though. Technically. Funny, that was a direct quote from Wilford. I mean, particles, Ryan. Never seen it. The guy's one, name's never Ryan. Once watched it, and Wilford explains to him about poop particles. Particles are a thing, though. They're real. You should watch it. There's so many Ryan puns in there. He keeps calling them like Rye guy. Rye Sharona. My boss's name is also Ryan at work, and everybody hates him. So he's Ryan number one. And uh, he made like a little note, and and they put Brian on it instead of Brian. Ryan. They put <laughs> a B. Funny. They added a B to it. And I thought that was funny because nothing pisses yeah. Ryan's nothing pisses Ryan's off more than being called Brian. Right. And uh, Kiefer started calling me Briante. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? That sounds like a wrestler name, though. I like it. Briante. Oh, no, it's Briante. He's on the top rope. He's about to hit him with the fucking Briante. Anyway. No, that worked. Cagney. Well, got some dates to plug. Got something I like to talk about. Yeah, got something plug, like to plug, plug something for us. Uh, if you ain't been Let listening, or if you've been under a dang rock, me and Bobby Knife Jr. are making a documentary. This is true. I, was, I heard it myself. I saw it. Mom and Pop, the indie video store boom of the 80s and 90s. And your boy Ryan's in it. I'm in it, yep. He's in it. Uh, we got a bunch of other cool cats in it. Uh, I'm but a, I'm right probably, now, I'll probably help with some of the local filming. I'm not right. going to be on the, the road trip part of it, though. Which is a fucking doozy and a half. We're going to be Un- on the road for Unfortunately, like I would like two to be weeks. a part of it, but I, 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 logistically, it's not going to work. Right. It just won't work. But we're here to tell you guys that we have like 20 days left in the campaign. Yes. Uh, if you're listening today, it's around like 17 days left. Get on there and donate if you can. As of right now... Uh, on recording uh, May 24th, We're we are like close. $634 away from funding. So if you want to get on there, uh, the VHS are sold out. We sold out all 30 limited edition VHS put out by Lunchmeat VHS. Hell so yeah. thank you to that's everybody awesome. that bought a VHS if you bought one of those. Uh, that's the only VHS copy that will be made of this documentary. So they're out. They're sold out. But we still got some hot pink vinyls, cassette tapes, soundtrack oh, CDs, yeah. producer credits, thank hell you credits. Yeah. Bunch of cool things you can buy. So get on there and give us a little bit of support. The campaign ends in about two and a half weeks. So mm-hmm. check it out. Mom and Pop, the indie video store boom of the 80s and 90s, coming at you soon. Hopefully by the time this airs, the, the, the original funding will be done. And yeah, you guys don't have to... You guys can stretch goal them. Yeah. You can help them get to LA. As of right now, we need like 600 more dollars. Yes, sir. This is uh, not the fastest I've ever seen an Indiegogo fill up, but pretty fast. Pretty though. fucking quick. Less pretty than 10 days fast. that we've gotten. I'm going to be real. I think within a week, they had doubled the, uh, the goal for the bad girls at Indiegogo. Nice. That's so, good. That was pretty fucking fast. So I'm glad uh, Chris Bickle had all that support, man. Yeah, awesome. man. 
and that the the campaign is up indefinitely on Indiegogo because of how well it did. Yeah, that's where you purchase your Blu-rays through for Bad Girls. So that's yep. another that watch, little drop uh, right there. Go badgirlsmovie.com and uh, purchase your Grab Blu-ray. A Blu-ray or a digital copy. They yep. got digital copies for on there. Through the Indiegogo campaign, see your boy Ryan starring as Bill. Featuring, I'm not, I'm, a, I'm not a star yet. Uh, featuring is Bill. I mean, you're featuring. starring. I'm a feature role. You are starring in your scenes. You're starring yeah, in the Well, film. I star in those scenes for sure. He stars for sure. So for Ryan sure. Martell starring as Bill. I want more. I want bad more girls. bad girl reviews to have Bill centric uh, themes to them. Right. So if you if you watch Bad Girls and you like Bill, write a review. Make sure you specifically say that Bill was awesome. I'll share it. Because <laughs> we're pulling for nails, you know. We yeah, only got that one scene there, but we're trying to, I got two trying to scenes. nail it. I got two scenes. Uh, it'll make my dick hard to know that somebody <laughs> it'll make your, enjoyed my movie. What's the adjective? Part. Not dick. My pecker. There you go. My pecker hard. I'm sorry. That is a noun, <laughs> not an adjective, though. I know. Uh, that was a very Kevin Nash moment of you. Kevin uh, Nash. Big sexy. Um... What else do we gotta talk about? We we still talking about Excalibur wrestling? No, I don't even know where the fuck that place is anymore. They still have us. I tried to go fire? last night. I don't know. I don't know. I tried. We're talking about them right now, so it counts. Uh, I tried to go last night. Couldn't find out if they were having it or not. The next thing I saw they had coming up was like them wrestling at some fucking carnival going on. I don't know. It was cool while it lasted. It was. Have you Sunday. watched any wrestling it was lately? Fun. No, I haven't. Have you not. got a whole box of tapes over there. You I do. Watch. I need to. I need to sink into those. I think they're most. Um, I think most of what I gave you were DVDs. Just I got some tapes too. Within the past thirty minutes, I got really into ghost hunting. <laughs> <laughs> it was that quick. I went to take a shit. Yeah. And you got I it. saw a picture online. You fell into it of a ghost in the background that definitely didn't look photoshopped. And I was yeah. Like, Dang. So I immediately searched and joined like ten Facebook groups for paranormal sightings and then started watching Ghost Adventures on Hulu. So. Okay, do you listen? You don't listen to any other podcast besides uh, This Is Important, right? That's really the only podcast. That the and uh, Indie uh, Filmmaking Hustle. Give um, give a funny feeling a, a listen. Cause okay. The, what they do is they, they read and they listen to uh, listener stories, ghost stories. Ghost stories, all right. And, like, other paranormal stories, too, like aliens, right. uh, skinwalkers, shadow people, sleep paralysis, okay. shit like that. Uh, they usually they used to have guests on. They would have other comedians come on and tell their paranormal experiences, and then at the end of the show, they'd listen to a guest story or read a guest story. Mm-hmm. Uh, but since the pandemic's been going on, they haven't really been able to have that many guests on. Right. And uh, hopefully, they get back to doing some guests soon because those those were cool stories. But I'm enjoying listening to the listener stories too. Right on. Yeah, but it's Betsy from one they, of the movies we watched they, uh, today. They creepy out? Are they creepy? Some of them. Yeah. Some of them are pretty creepy, and some of them are pretty funny. That's why I like getting getting scared. Yeah. There was one where a dude had, like, an out-of-body experience after he saw some boobs. Sounds like you would relate to that. It was, like, the first time he had ever seen his friend's boobs, because she had just gotten them, because they were, like, both going through puberty. (laughs) And he was, like, he was, like, she, she took her towel off, and I just saw her boobs for the first time, and... Like, I fainted. I saw, like, a bright light oh around her, and then I fainted. That's weird. And I was like, dude, you left your body. You you got a boner fucking so hard that n- you left your body. <laughs> None of this pants so hard that he's fucking <laughs> dipped, dude. He's a gold. I think it was, that was a really good story, though. It was a lot of fun to listen to. Okay. Um, but, yeah, those are fun. Those are fun episodes. Um, some of the people they've had on in the past are Aubrey Plaza. So they have, like, um, celebrities and shit? Okay. Yeah, well, people they know. It's all mm-hmm. people they know or know somebody who knows them. Uh, Jocelyn Byer, who did the uh, Greener Grass movie that you love so much. Yeah, that was in... Uh... No, that's not her. That was an actress that was in Greener Grass. But the one... Uh, Jocelyn Byer is an actress in the movie, too, but she actually is the one that directed it as well. Was she not the blonde that was no, there? No, she's the dark-haired one. In I the, thought both of them directed that movie together. They might have. Yeah, because I'd both, watched like, an interview with Yeah, you know. they might have both directed it. Yeah, they both wrote and directed yeah, it together. Yeah. And, because, uh, but they're all from UCB. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Hilarious. It's all the UCB yeah. people. Um, so it was Mary Holland. She was in the Yeah, she's she UCB, UCB also. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, she might have been in Greener Grass, like a small part. She was. Mary Holland yeah, was, yeah. Um... Oh yeah, I said that. When yeah. we were, so when I was talking I'm not about mistaken. She's she the mom in. of uh, those kids at the school with them. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, probably. That lives, that lives in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. for sure. 
Uh, I need to rewatch that. It's a good movie. So good. So I watched it on good. acid. I watched it sober, but it was still really good. <laughs> I'll admit that on the podcast. So good. I watched it on LSD. You're getting wild. What you an can, experience. This is the new format. You can just get wild. I'm not running, well, I'm not running the business anymore. <laughs> and uh, psychedelics are kind of more Hey, man, if Elon Musk can trip DMT, you can fucking do acid and run a movie theater. Well, I mean, I'm not doing that anymore, so, yeah. so it's cool. But I'm you could, fucking, though. If you wanted to. I don't, even eat, I don't even eat acid anymore. That was like two years ago. Eat acid, see Bob. <laughs> well, that's like a thing, dude. People love eating psychedelics yeah. and watching movies. You know, yeah. dude, it's like a whole nother experience. I've heard that. It really was with Greener Grass, bro. That was a fucking trip. I thought my brain done fell out of my <laughs> my nose after that movie. That's one of the stories. Uh, I was listening to Christopher Bickle and um, Stephen. Uh, God, I'm gonna butcher his last name if I try to say it. Just but say they, Steve. <laughs> Stephen, the 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 director, the DP of uh, Bad, Bad Girls. Girls. They both were talking about how they watched uh, John Waters movies on acid. They probably feel dirty, man. They make you feel real grimy. Oh, God. They make you feel dirty when you're watching them yeah. sober. So I imagine right, that right. You're, you're probably fucking inside of your own body sure. just feeling that. Demons was my favorite uh, LSD movie experience. Where the one where they all get stuck in the movie theater. Yeah, that's a good one. It was my favorite psychedelic I'd like to film see experience. Demons. I'd like to see Demons in a theater. Somebody make that awesome. happen. And Beyond the Black uh, Rainbow. That's another. That's another. Oh, that's a good really one. Really good. That's a really time. good movie. Uh, we did Blade um, Runner twenty forty nine one night. This was like mm, this is years ago though. I didn't really like Blade Runner twenty forty nine. You would on acid. Maybe. <laughs> Just, I mean, I thought it was a good is, movie. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I thought it was a good movie, but it was like. There was some of that stuff that went on in the middle that I felt like right. I could have just cut Well, when out. you're literally sitting there, bogged out of your mind, just yeah. watching a movie strictly for visuals, uh-huh. and not even really caring about plot or pacing, that movie's a something. That fucking oh, piece for of sure, work, for sure. Well, like we always do about this time, Kenny, what <laughs> you been watching? Uh, I did not watch anything too noteworthy this week. Uh... I did watch a few things, but I half-assed watched most of them. Uh, the one thing I did watch and pay attention to that really kept my interest, I really enjoyed, was uh, Will Work for Views, a uh, documentary yeah. on Weird Paul, Weird Paul Petrosky, the original vlogger, who, uh, if you guys aren't familiar with him at all, this man was making basically unboxing videos and crazy YouTube videos in the 70s, you know? Well... I think it was the 80s. 80s, in the 80s, 70s, in the 80s. But. Yeah, he wasn't that old, in the 80s. Yeah. And uh, recording them on the VHS, editing them natively through VHS players, VCRs, and then just having them, really, yeah. until MySpace hit. Yeah. And then uh, he was like shopping around his music at college campuses and stuff in the 90s, so we got a little bit of a following there. But it's just, just a really cool documentary. I checked it out because we are interviewing him for our documentary. So I wanted to kind of get to know the guy a little bit. If there's a documentary available on him, I didn't want to kind of go into the interview ignorant well, of, ignorant of who, who he was. Paul was. So I went ahead and uh, associated myself with him, and dude, loved it. it His music's great, pretty fun, too. It's funny, dude. There's like a song about getting kicked out of the Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. And there's one lyric that he's like, thank you for choosing Taco Bell. Thank you for one choosing One of uh, a, a dream. Out. Like if I could book a tour that was like anybody alive or dead. It would be Wesley Willis, Weird Paul, and uh, Gary Wilson nice. on a tour. And they'd have like an opening band. Dude, Weird Paul and Froggy Fresh would be like the co-headlining <laughs> tour of the year. Uh, he's not Froggy Fresh anymore. Krispy Kreme. Fucking, he's, uh, he's nobody. He's, he's just his, him. He goes by his first name. Yeah, you know? he doesn't rap at all anymore. He sings now. Yeah. yeah. He wanted to be an actor. He's Kid a singer. He's a fucking get it together, man. Had an identity crisis. <clears throat> Yeah, but that's not all I know right is there. he needs to start talking about motherfuckers getting dunked on again. Yeah, why is James crying? John Cena fucking <laughs> t-shirts and shit. Yeah, his comedy music was hilarious. You know, dude, quit being a fucking pussy. Everybody's not built to be a serious uh, <laughs> musician. I uh, watched a movie yeah. called uh, Seed People. Full Moon Features movie from the 80s. Hell yeah. About these fucking plants that cover these people in like this plant jizz and turn them into little fucking plant monsters it was it was super cool it's like aliens that have come come yeah literally through these seeds and they live in the seeds because seeds can survive anything you know 
So, I don't know. Fucking crazy little concept movie. Fun, though. It's uh, off the wall. I feel like that low-budget 80s stuff. Give it a watch. Watched Army of the Dead. Uh, something you watched as yeah, well. Yeah, we watched it. Um, we both watched it. I can't really think of anything else significant We're dirty I watched, boys. so I'll just talk about that and segue into yours. I love the open credits. That was yeah. fucking dope. They were dope. They were for All the makeup the applications. Whole was good. Yeah, the whole opening was sick, man. Yeah. The, uh, the makeup apps were really good in the movie. Yeah. I love the makeup. I uh, love the action, but just uh, overall, the movie did not move like I wanted it to, you know? No, they dra- it really did drag along yeah. a little bit there in the middle. Uh, could have been about a half an hour shorter, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I still gave it a decent rating because I did enjoy a lot yeah, of it. If you want to watch a zombie movie by Zack Snyder, that's not the one that I'm going to recommend. No, Dawn of the Dead for sure. But this All one, I'm still giving no a three. I still give it a three out of five. So. Three to five. Check it out. Um, yeah, well, I guess we'll just segue right into my what you're watching. What else you watching? Pick of the week this week, the to-do list. Speaking of uh, Arbor Plaza and, and UCB and uh, Donald Glover. Um, I've not seen that. You haven't seen it? Mm. It's good, man. It's funny. Bill Hader's in it. Homeboy from uh, Sky High. The lead Disney actor, movie? yeah. Um, he's married to Maya Erskine from uh, Pin Th- Pin Fifteen. Have you watched that show yet? I haven't. I've seen like clips. Get into it, dude. But... It's so funny. It's fucking thirty-year-old women playing thirteen-year-olds. Yeah, that's why there's a little bit of controversy about that. Super movie. hilarious. Super about hilarious. That show. Some people that doesn't really they don't really mesh with that. Yeah, well, thirty-year-olds have been playing fifteen-year-olds forever. It's okay. All right, it'll be all right. The only thing is weird about it is that the other actors are kids, but you almost forget that they're not kids when you're watching it <laughs> because of how it's well funny. they act, yeah. you know? It's insane. But that, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the to-do list. Albert Plaza makes a list. Her character makes a list. Of things she has to do. Sexual things she wants to do before Whoa. the summer's over. And uh, culminating with losing her virginity to the local hot guy, Mr. Abs. And, uh... Well, that's not his name, but I can't remember his name, but he's got abs. So I'll call him Mr. Abs. Mr. And, uh, abs. That's a pretty pretty good movie. Pretty little fun movie. McLovin's in it. I forgot about McLovin. Uh, Shakwat or whatever, however you say her last name. I butchered her last name, and I'm sorry, but I can't I can't remember the pronunciation <laughs> right now. Uh, she played maybe on Arrested Development. So that will give you a visual if you're a Arrested Development fan. Nice. And, uh, yeah, that's my pick of the week. Five out of five. Take it. All, all day. Rewatched it on the Showtime app because I went through and watched a whole bunch of shit on there this week. Uh, I guess I'll go ahead and start with the Showtime app since I'm on that subject. Uh, I got the hookup from somebody with cable and uh, I've been watching some Showtime. <laughs> uh, watched Swallow. Finally, a yeah. movie I've been waiting over a year to watch, and uh, just finally got the chance to watch it. It's a five out of five for me. It's weird as all shit. It's very heavy, very heavy movie. Do not watch this movie if you want to have a good time, laugh, and uh, you know enjoy some popcorn. All right. Watch this movie if you feel like getting punched in the stomach and you need to cry, uh, because it will do it to you. It is a complex emotional movie for sure, but it is a damn beautiful movie uh, at the core of it. The story and the cinematography are just wonderful. I mean, it's about a woman that just swallows objects. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, a, it's more about the the way the people around her treat her mm-hmm. and the way that and why she's treat, doing it too. Yeah, and the way they treat the the, the way they react to and finding some out issues. that she's she's having this issue because. She's also pregnant, which is like yeah. the scary thing of the movie. It's a, it is a, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a social commentary on the way people treat mental health in this country. It really is. Oh, all the that's way. that's definitely what the movie is all about. And then I watched the Serial Killer's Guide to Life, which wasn't quite as good. It wasn't as good as I wanted it to be, but it was still a pretty fun little watch. Uh, it was a three out of five. It's a Australian movie, I think. Okay. Um, definitely check that one out too. It's pretty good. 
How to Talk to Girls at Parties. A24 hooked it up on this one. Fun little aliens versus punk rockers movie. Okay. Dude, Hold on, I think I saw like trailer for that a while ago. Yeah, like, it's never saw really it. fun, really awesome. Gives you some good emotion. Gives you some fun uh, banter and fish out of water stuff going on. Uh, definitely check that one out. Also, that's a four out of five. And then I watched the bipolar rock and roller, the documentary about Mauro Ranello, okay. the uh, sports announcer. He does mostly combat sports, yeah. so MMA, uh, boxing, kickboxing. He's even working with the WWE now, uh, on and off. I don't think he does it full-time for WWE, but he is definitely part of their team somehow. And he's one of the greatest commentators of all time, for sure. Uh, His knowledge, his references, everything he has going for him is just top-notch. And this is a, a documentary about his journey dealing with his bipolar disorder and his career you know and all that stuff so i'm giving that one a five out of five too it is also a definite for sure must see and of course i watched army of the dead we talked about that uh we kind of covered everything there is to cover about that one it's a three out of five uh tubi i watched the night of the hunter a classic thriller from the 50s it is a uh really fucking good movie yeah most of the, here's the thing. Most of the movies from the '50s are really fucking good, man. It's not. So this um, is like the this is the height of storytelling in cinema. Yeah, it's, really. it's not a super long movie, which is what I was expecting when I clicked on it. Uh, a lot of those movies from that time period are because they would have like intermissions in mm. the middle of movies, so people could go get snacks and stretch their legs and whatnot. But it's about an hour and a half, I think. Uh, it tells a really great story about a crazy motherfucker that is just evil. Just downright evil. And uh, it influenced Spike Lee to you know, do the right thing. The character Radio Rahim has love and hate tattooed on his... Or no, he doesn't have it tattooed. He has uh, gold four-knuckle rings wow. that say love and hate. And the main character for this has love and hate tattooed on his knuckles. And the story of that all comes from Night of the Hunter. Right. Um, this is a 5 out of 5 also. Go ahead and check it out on Tubi. Like I said, it is a classic, certified, uh, well worth watching 100%. And then we got a few things from Shudder this week. Uh, not, a, not a lot, though. Uh, of course, watch The Last Drive-In with Joe Bob Briggs. And that was Maniac Cop and Maniac Cop 2. I gave Maniac Cop 1 and 2 both 3.5 out of 5. Fun movies. Awesome premise. Awesome cast. Uh, (laughs) Really super cool endings. So you definitely want to check those out. Uh, What it lacks in budget, it makes up for in heart. I for sure think. Yeah. Um, and then there's Yummy. I watched that one. Didn't know it was a foreign movie, but it's okay because it's mostly in English. <laughs> um, yeah, the little Not clip that there's that. anything wrong with foreign movies. I do love foreign it's movies. It's French. Yeah, right? Uh, Dutch, I think. Dutch. Um, anyway, nothing wrong with foreign movies. I do like foreign movies. I watch movies with subtitles a lot, but uh, it's a movie. Those are the type of movies I have to be in the mood for. I have to be ready to pay attention and read. And uh, this one was, it was wild. Mm-hmm. It was a fucking buck wild ride, man, I'm telling you. Uh, they go to this, uh, four out of five. It's okay. a four out of five. Do you know if I need to throw it uh, in and watch it or not? You should watch it. Okay. You should definitely watch it. Either on Shutter or throw in the Blu-ray. Got the blue, way. baby. Uh, my, my Blu-ray player, the disc drive is broken on it, so I do not uh, have a Blu-ray player currently. Well, if you're going to spend money on one, might as well make it region free. Well, I've got a Blu-ray player, but I don't know if it will read all my Blu-rays. Because yeah. it won't read, I know it doesn't read Shout Factory Blu-rays. That's why. Uh, but I'm not sure if it doesn't read Blu-rays at all anymore, or what it is, because it's a DVD-Blu-ray combo. Uh, I'm going to figure it out soon, though. I need to find the power supply for it. I don't know where that is. so I'll get on that soon. But Yummy is awesome. Check it out. It's about people who go to this cut-rate plastic surgery doctor's office, hospital, whatever. Yeah. 
and uh, well, they're doing some weird shit like they do in sketchy surgery places. <laughs> And uh, shit hits the fan and it gets wild, so you need to check it out. Lots of blood and guts. Not for the squeamish, for sure. We like blood and guts. And then, last but not least, I guess we can finally talk about it, Cagney. Oh, yeah. We should just fucking not have watched any... Why did we watch movies today? Because we need more shit to talk about. We can't just talk about one thing. We gotta talk about all things. We could have talked about just Spiral. That was the goal (laughs) last year. Yeah. Well, it took us a year to get it going. But fuck it. It's okay. But we got it. We watched we watched it. We both watched it. I loved Chris Rock. I love this movie 100%. Yeah. It's a 5 out of 5 all day for me. Oof. Uh, I know. I loved it. I thought it was the best one in the franchise. Oh my god. I think it's no. like, aside from part 2. I still like part 2 better, but no. uh, this one is it's part 2, this one, then the first one. Then uh No, nah, this is my fourth. Jigsaw. This is my fourth favorite. In my top four. Two, three, Jigsaw, then Spiral. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah, that's fair because enough. Uh, honestly, I watched Jigsaw the night before I watched Spiral. Yeah. I do like Jigsaw a bit more. I had more fun time yeah, with it's the... Yeah, a good one. But here's the thing that I realized. This Saw film is the first Saw film to not focus on the survivors and the traps. Yeah. So it's different in that aspect. And you got to kind of get used well, to that. You say that, but at the same time, the whole thing is just a trap for Chris Rock. Right, right. But I'm saying, if yeah. from all of these films, besides the point yeah. of that, every Saw film is the stories of the victims and the traps, yeah. you know? So that's what I'm kind of used to with Saw, of course, mm-hmm. because you you're learn to spend time with these peoples in the traps and watch them get out. And it's the opposite on this, you know? This is all of these things happening around Chris Rock. And we see the traps, but... We're not really with those people. So, you know, that's kind of the one thing uh, that I didn't like about it, but it's not saying it's a bad thing either. It's a good approach mm. for the story, and it's, it's refreshing. You know, maybe the franchise needed that. But uh, that, I noticed that's the one big difference in Spiral in accordance to the other films, and that's when I realized that's why I like Jigsaw, because it's like Saw 2 when we're all yeah. together with all of these people in one big trap house. And I think that's kind of when the series yeah. works at its best. Is when all of the victims are kind of working together. Saw two, and then five. Was it five when they're in the offices that they do that? Where like all the people in the office are working together. I think I it's like Saw five. That one's cool too. Know. But yeah, but I love Chris Rock's performance in the movie. Thought he's fucking hilarious. Yeah, he was great. I mean, but then again, he's still Chris Rock though. This isn't Chris yeah. Rock breaking new ground. This is Chris Rock being Chris Rock in a in a Saw film. Yeah. But it's still good. You know, it works he for definitely him. showed his dramatic range. Yeah. Uh, and then Samuel Jackson, uh, you want to play games, motherfucker? What? Yes. That's yes. a ticket seller right there. <laughs> that is a great, great line. Uh, you said there were some Pulp Fiction references, yeah? Well, uh, I would call them Easter eggs rather than references because okay. I think, I'm pretty sure they were unintentional. But uh, Samuel L. Jackson's Chris Rock's dad in the movie. And Chris Rock's character's name is Zeke, short for Ezekiel. Mm-hmm. Which, if you watch Pulp Fiction, you know that uh, quit, uh, Samuel Jackson, his character Jules, quits Ezekiel thirty-five seventeen yeah. from the Bible in the movie. So I thought that was a fun little uh, bit of tidbit of trivia. Mm-hmm. And then when they go down to the basement for the uh, the cold case file, when they sh- when the safe door shuts it says vincent and jules safe company okay that's cool and vincent and jules well, that's vincent, obvious vincent Easter vega and there. jules yeah you know uh from pulp fiction uh details which, that can only be picked up on i don't, IMAX, and I don't think that i don't think it was intentional though i think that just happens to be the kind of safe that that they were shooting in I don't think he was no, like... No, they probably did that. I don't think Darren Lynn Bowsman was like, hey, let's throw Pulp Fiction references into this Saw movie. They probably built that. You think so? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't just like that. No, they definitely probably... They definitely shot in like a real precinct. That was like a yeah. real precinct. It was probably shut down. Uh, but they had to put that there. That's, that's, that's fucking... Look at God, if that's a fucking coincidence. <laughs> I mean, it's it, there have been weirder coincidences, right. so... Uh, I'll just chalk it up to production design there. I loved it, though. I love that movie. I think it is a perfect uh, standalone horror movie. It is a perfect entry to the Saw franchise. 
Um, I hope they keep it going. Yeah, I'd like to see, like to see more. I'd like to see more with this story, and I'd also like to see it come back as maybe an anthology, another book of songs. Uh, it'd be. I think it'd be know. cool if we just got not even a high concept film, just somebody trying to copycat like a teenager doing it and just butchering that shit badly. Oh yeah, fucking up everything badly. And yeah. then the fucking crew that's involved with that, you know, like there could, there's cool stories that can be like traps that don't work. Told. Exactly, that would exactly. Be great. That like would like be a great. like a fucking high schooler kid trying to pick off all the the bad like this bullies at school, but is just fucking yeah. Wrecks it, he drugs them all at a party, and then <laughs> they all wake up. They all wake up in, in a basement, and there's a lot of fucking shit they got to do. And then something's like obviously wrong. Like well, yeah. I'm not even tied up with you guys. Can I leave? <laughs> like. Oh, that could be fun. So yeah, there's a lot of places this universe can go. So, All right. but I'm thinking we're going to get a direct sequel. Probably. I mean, this is it's got to be doing good. I've heard people talking about it. The fucking but you know, end, bro. It just ended though. It, too, so. it literally ended. It gave us that good uh, Saul ending. God, I wish he would have been able to shut, the, shut elevator the elevator door. door. He didn't shut the elevator door. Shut yeah. itself. I wish he would have yeah. shut it. Cause he would have been that would have been that that saw ending, but it just closed on him with Chris Rock going. Bah! Him making Samuel. Oh, I can't. I'm not gonna say that because that's a big spoiler. Yeah. That's a huge spoiler. The part's kind of fucked up. But uh, it's good. I liked it a lot. It was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we watched a couple movies today. <laughs> today, uh, let's couple movies today. Let's talk about the one that's not related to the other two first, since. Uh, Oh, we shit. decided to watch a random horror movie after we watched we really awesome it. arm wrestling movies. Arm this wrestling was a pretty movies. awesome horror movie, though. I'm it was all right. Lie. It was pretty good. I'm not gonna give it a. I'm not gonna say it was bad. No, but... I'm gonna give it a four out of five, just right off the gate, for it trying something different, man. I'm sitting at a three point five. I wanted it to be weirder. Uh, it wasn't weird as I wanted it to uh, be. We're talking about the movie called Honeydew. Honeydew. That's uh, a 2020 film. Uh, it was released in March 12th, 2021. Uh, directed by a person named Devereux Milburn. And I'm assuming this is like their first fe- feature film. Because there's like not even a Wikipedia page for this person. For a first feature, I'm, I'm going to say that was pretty fucking good. Fucking sick. That for was goddamn first great. Feature. Uh, this film basically kind of centers around a couple who's exploring the wilderness of this area who has been overrun with a fungus called Sortico that's been devastating all of the local farms. And, uh, they're just kind of researching it and camping in the area and then kind of end up in a little Texas Chainsaw Massacre-esque family situation. Uh, and, uh... Spoilers. Spoilers. Well, I mean... It's not too big of a spoiler. That uh, setup happens in the first 20 minutes, and it kind of leads us to the film. You don't really know what's going on yet, mm. though. You don't really know for sure. But these people get put you, into a creepy house. Because you thought, remember, house. for a long time, you thought there was just something making them wild in the food. Like, you didn't think, you were thinking that the mushrooms were, like, making them Yeah, crazy. making these people go crazy. Which uh, which was, did happen to Which them. actually should have been the plot well, that's, of the movie. That's why they did that. The uh, That fungus had... I've been reading, if you read through the uh, Wikipedia pot summary, Ooh. <laughs> the, uh, the somebody can read, did dry those two old folk, very mad, very, Yeah, very but mad. it drove them mad because their crops and shit were failing. Well, no, it like gave them a, it's like the same thing, the, the same reason Salem Witch Trials happened, and The Witch, yeah. the movie The Witch, this, this kind of tried to do the same plot as The Witch, but in a different, but The Witch was better. Right, right, so The yeah. Witch, the same thing was happening, those guys, and I had this family drama, this, the same thing happened to these people with a fungus, and this is, like, what happened because of it. Okay. I thought it was wacky. Uh, I just didn't want... The, the twist they gave me wasn't the twist I wanted. Right. I wanted a weirder twist. I wanted something real fucked up, and it was fucked up. Don't get me wrong. There wasn't anything, like, you hadn't seen before. But I was wanting more originality but I, I from think it. the 
way we got there was really cool. Yeah. It was, uh... The journey was great. It was super creepy and unsettling. And this movie could have been extremely fucking boring if it yeah. wasn't filmed and told in the way that it was. About the time we took our nap break, I was all right. I was just losing interest in the movie. <laughs> I was not. That's so, when it was getting good, but I was just getting tired. Um, I was like, okay, nap break, because this movie is not keeping me awake right now. Uh, I was into it. I like it. But I like the, uh, I love the trippy mindfuck films. You know, they're fun. Yeah, I mean, it's, and it's good. It, 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 it's not bad. Like I said, I gave it a 3.5 out of 5. I didn't give it a 2 out of 5 or anything lower. So, obviously, I still enjoyed the movie. I thought the performances were great. I thought the writing was great. I thought the editing was great. It was just... Yeah, kind ending of, is kind of disappointing ending to me. Super weird, super weird ending. But uh, I recommend it. I think you guys check it out. It's something new, something different. Oh, it's worth checking out for it's sure. It's not your typical fucking art horror film at all. But uh, definitely in the same vein as these A twenty four horror films, The Witch, uh-huh. and It Comes at Night, and Midsommar. You know, it's kind of trying to do something like Has that. Has those vibes for and sure. And I think they excelled. You know, I've, I've I could see somebody trying to do that and it not work out at all. I, I'll tell you, I had a way better time with this movie than I did, let's say, the fucking, God, what's that movie with the dude in the ghost sheet, a ghost story? Have you seen that? No, no, I ain't seen that. Awful. Mm-hmm. Self-contrived piece of shit. <laughs> fucking hate that movie. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, Honeydew, I say check it out. Um. So yeah, we watched that one. And then we watched two, I'm going to go ahead and say it, they're the best movies about arm wrestling truck drivers. <laughs> they the are two, the, the, the one and two, respectively, of They're the only arm wrestling one and truck two arm <laughs> wrestling truck driver movies in existence. I mean, they're, they're two of the three arm wrestling movies in existence. Yeah, so two of them just happen to be saying that are truck drivers. You know? Which was a, for the second film... Definitely just a reference choice because it played no relevance to the plot of her being a truck driver. Oh no, the truck driving was just a uh, was literally just a reference. Yeah, to, uh, it was a, it was, a, it was to get film. us from point A to point B. Right, and, uh, yeah. just to be a reference to the saloon yeah. arm wrestling film. And I think truck drivers are in. I think truck drivers generally are the kind of people who are into arm wrestling tournaments. And okay. Stuff. Because they frequent late night uh, bars, yeah, and yeah, stuff like that. Because they're on the road, you know. And uh, in case you didn't know by now, we are talking about Over the Top from 1987, starring, starring Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone, Stallone and written, uh, co-written, yeah, with him, Sylvester Stallone. Wild, uh, Sly man, he's just doing big shit all the time, dude. And this is not your typical Sylvester Stallone film. This not at is all. A, <laughs> more of a drama, more than anything. It's a family movie. First and foremost, yeah, family drama. Yeah. I remember watching this movie as a kid and thinking it was awesome, and I know now I just watched it as an adult, and it's awesome. It's just an awesome movie. Not a movie I would probably be into as a kid. Um, it was just awesome, dude. It was awesome to me when I was a kid, because he was a fucking truck driver. He drove a big-ass truck, and he right. arm-wrestled, so... Yeah, that was enough for me. Like, that's all I needed was because I was into pro wrestling. Yeah. And the way they set up the arm wrestling shit, it was just like a wrestling show almost. So, yeah, it was super dope to me when I was a kid. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's just supposed to be like a wrestling show. Super dope as as an adult still. I couldn't suggest over the top more. I'm giving it a 5 out of 5. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm spitting it out there. It's a 5 out of 5. So, Over the Top tells the story of uh, Sylvester Stallone as a uh, wayward father who has yep. not seen his child in some time. And uh, his mom, uh-oh, she's on the deathbed. She's dying. She's dying. It's time for Daddy to swoop in and uh, learn a little bit about his kid. Grandpa don't like that shit at all. No, Grandpa is He's fucking not money buckets, Buckets of money falling out of his booty hole. He's like, fuck this truck driving piece yeah. of shit. You're a loser. You motherfucker. Hey, hey, I'm not a loser. I'm Sylvester Stallone. But uh, he does not. Sylvester Stallone's. Slide is real mild, mild-mannered in this and movie. This, the whole he didn't time. raise his voice it's a not lot. Not a single fucking line oh. is spoken over this volume right here. You, you, you know, I'm this guy. Yeah, it's kind of wild how like calm, cool, and collected he really is during this film. But uh, he has a fucking 
shithead of a kid at first. Yeah, the kid sucks at first. Kid, fucking, you shouldn't eat mashed potatoes with fried chicken. That's got a thousand calories and a shitload of cholesterol. I mean, to be really, he's just looking out for his dad. You should eat tuna, wheat, and a fucking glass of milk. Yeah. No, kid. Don't think I will. I think he actually ordered tap water. No, he ordered milk. Oh, water with lemon or something. Yeah, water, right? with water with lemon. Oh, milk, milk and tuna and wheat just sounds like it would go together, but who am I? Mm-mm. Who am I to just crave a nice glass of milk? Dairy and fish is not a good mix. Dairy bro. and fish. <laughs> What's up? I'm the milk fish. I'm eating Kit Kats again because it's the new format. Because it's the new format. I got to yeah. tell you what's going in my mouth at all times. Uh, so we, Sebastian uh, Stallone kind of works his way towards Las Vegas for a world arm wrestling championship with a grand prize of $100,000 and a nice brand new semi truck. And uh, the kid fucking, we skipped over this, fucking kid gets attempted kidnapped in the middle of the film by grandpa's fucking goons. Wild, all of a sudden, kidnapping. And the kid comes out of that kidnapping with the most positive fucking attitude. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm straight, I'm fine, whatever. Who are those guys, Dad? Kids are resilient, (laughs) man. Not me. Almost got hit by a car when I was little. Just fucking started crying, dog. So if I got fucking kidnapped and in a car accident, that's, <laughs> I probably shit my fucking britches, bro. We got kidnapped as adults, though. In a movie. By a uh, satanic sex cultist. It wasn't real. I wasn't crying. Should have cried. I'll cry in the next one. <laughs> People can watch it Stop at watch.drama.com, though. Yeah, go watch our movie. Um... So yeah, like Ryan said, there's a fucking big world wrestling championship. Not world arm wrestling championship. Arm wrestling. W-A-C. And uh, it looks like a big wrestling tournament, man. It's fucking just a bunch of big dudes. There's a dude chugging motor oil. Hell yeah. And what is he washing down with Alka-Seltzer? Mm. Motor oil and Alka-Seltzer. He gets that arm wrestling. He's like, oh, fuck, I shouldn't have chugged that, that fucking motor oil. I need some Alka-Seltzer now. So this movie has a bunch of professional arm wrestlers in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scott Norton, who ended up becoming mm-hmm. a professional wrestler. Uh, Alan Fisher, John Vreeland, Cleve Dean, Andrew Kerber, Rhodes, and John Brzezink are all That's in the That's the guy film. who was in the documentary that I was talking nice. about. Nice. <coughs> Sorry. Whoa there. Got a little bit of... Nay. Hey. A little bit of mucus going on. You know what I'm <laughs> talking about. I have chronic cyanitis, so... Okay. You guys have to forgive me every now and then. That's going to happen. Chronic cyanitis. Um, arm wrestling in this movie? Fucking awesome. That's dope. Truck driving in this movie? Fucking awesome. Oh, man. My favorite truck 80s driving 80s music in, in this movie? movie? Fucking, fucking awesome. awesome. There's a lot of it. But uh, my favorite truck driving in any film. I don't know. We do get an awesome scene in this film of Sebastian Stallone plowing his fucking rig through the estate mm. of the grandpa which is sick dope but uh my boy kurt russell in big trouble all china has the ultimate he does be driving truck, that truck. Driving he rig. does be driving that truck <laughs> uh what was that there's something else i wanted to say about this movie um terry funk's in it he's a great fucking awesome human being nice great texan great professional wrestler great actor i'll say he was one of the main henchmen for the grandfather. Okay. The curly-headed guy. You know what I'm talking about? The one he pushed through the window. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is sick. That's a sick spot sick in the movie. Sick spot, bro. And after we watched Over the Top, we watched a movie that is very much inspired by Over the Top. Golden Arm. Golden Arm. Released uh, this year. This, this 20, past April. 2020. Released in 2021. Uh, fucking awesome film. Uh, direct reference to Over the Top. Direct. This film is about an ladies arm wrestling championship. And, uh, the actress Betsy Sadaro, who you may recognize from Disjointed as, uh, Mm -hmm. that stoner. She was Dabby. Dabby. And, uh, uh, she's on the show Duncanville, that animated yeah. show. She does the voice for one of the characters on there. She's in another period. Uh, nailed it. A few things. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I know her from the podcast world. She does uh, a funny feeling podcast nice. with Marcy Jaro. And 
she also used to do Horny for Horror, which was the best horror podcast ever, and they just fucking decided one day not to do it anymore. I guess they either got too busy or just wanted to focus on more lucrative uh, ventures that they had. Either way, I miss Horny for Horror. If any of you guys are listening, Betsy, Mono, Adam, please consider coming back to the podcasting world. Uh, but a funny feeling podcast is pretty good too, so cool. I'll, I'll take that. You know? So this kind of follows uh, Betsy as she tries to convince her friend Mary to join the arm wrestling world. Is that Mary Holland's name in this movie? Uh, Melanie. Yeah. <laughs> Melanie. Melanie. She's a baker. Her bakery yep. is failing. Real terribly. Bad scones. Uh, no, I think the scones are good. The scones I think are the scones are good. I think people are just shit. Scones were bad, and uh, donuts are bread. The red, the uh, oven was breaking down yeah, on her. Not working. She had a bitch that was coming in and getting a coffee, and then taking a free scone and eating a bite right. and throwing it away, just wasting donuts. Became <laughs> uh, her mortal enemy almost. I think uh, the biggest, best role in this film would be uh, Big Sexy. Dominic yeah, Jones big sexy as Mary Holland's trainer. She's awesome. Anything she's in, she's awesome. You may recognize her from a lot of stuff, but a cool thing about Dot Marie Jones is that she actually personally has won fifteen ladies yeah. arm those wrestling are, Those are really pictures of her in arm wrestling tra- yeah, championships. Yeah, she's the, won fifteen uh, over her course of her life. So, of course uh, she has. Yeah, right. She's, she's a, a fucking beast. Big, Look at her. Muscular woman. She's and, strong. Uh, she's a champion weightlifter. Did shot put, power lifting, and yeah. It was cool to have her as like the coach in this film. Kind yeah, of she's teaching. Oh, no, this movie was funny. The comedic timing in it's really good. Some of it's a little cheesy. Yeah. It's a little bit cheesiness in this movie, but uh, some of the jokes really hit. I think I think yeah, it's pretty fucking Ron, funny. Yeah, Ron Funches and Betsy's relationship. It was hilarious. Hilarious. They had a little like, sexual tension. Super hilarious. They have going They're dry humping in the fucking... Uh, the corridor at the hotel. Hey, well, no, they're just the first time they meet each other. They're like about yeah, to yeah. their pants, talking to each other. She's like, oh, dirty shit. talking to each other. Yeah. Just fucking right in the middle of the hallway. Funny shit. Yeah, it's funny good to see shit. you. Oh god, it's good to see you. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, Golden Arm, good, feel good movie too. You know. It's yeah, of... man, definitely something we need in this time of uh, stress and uncertainty mm-hmm. with the world reopening and. Uh, people not being sure if we can trust our fellow human beings after watching people try to fill up trash bags right. with gasoline. <laughs> uh, not many uh, negative uh, reviews at all. There's not a single negative review on Rotten Tomatoes nice. for this film. Nice. That's good. Good. They deserve it. I want these people, I want all of these people to be in more movies. Uh, especially Betsy. I think she needs more leading roles like this. Uh, she normally plays, like, side characters or, like, one-offs in TV shows and mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, she definitely needs more big roles like we this, know for sure. know three of the actresses in this film are in Greener Grass. Oh. You know, Don LeWebe starred and directed. Uh, Mary Holland has a role. And then Dot Marie Jones is in Greener Grass as well. Oh, she is, isn't she? Uh, yep. Yeah. That's such a good movie. We should rewatch that one together. On acid. No, nah, I don't do acid. You should try it. Never. I'll never try acid. <laughs> you say that. Mm-mm. Me? Me no do no acid. Until one day you're 50 years old. I'll do mushrooms like, when, yeah. I'm, when I'm 60. You're like, why is my hand sweating? I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, think I, I think I had like some kind of weird, when we watched that Resonance documentary, I think that got me high because I had like a weird out-of-body experience <laughs> that night. The Residents will do that to yeah, you. Yeah, I woke I up fucking, them. I woke up like in the middle of the night covered in fucking sweat. And I was, like, wearing sweatpants, and I didn't I don't think I had a shirt on. Yeah. But it was cold. Like, it was yeah. wintertime when, when we watched that. And I was just fucking drenched in sweat. And I had to get up and, like, take the cover off of me, take my pants off. You know, I was down. I had to strip down to my underwear. Yeah. I had to get down in my underwear and just fucking lay back down. And then I had fucking weird-ass David Lynch movie dreams. <laughs> and yeah. I was seeing, like, fucking colors coming out of my body when I breathed. <laughs> and it was just fucking the most insane thing ever. And I think, I mean, it could have been like some kind of malnourishment or something that caused it. Like <laughs> yeah. I might have just not had the right amount of 
vitamin E in my body right. or something's going on. You know, whatever. I wasn't getting enough oxygen to my brain. Something happened. <laughs> we'll blame it on the music. Though. Either way, but I'm I'm thinking it was the residents. I'm giving the residents credit for it. Five um, out of five out of five. <laughs> four out of five for Golden Arm. Like you said, some of the jokes just didn't really hit for me. Yeah. Uh, not that it was like bad by any means right uh some just, of it was just like why did you even right i have a feeling that in the future i'm gonna watch this again and i'm gonna decide that it needs to be a five out of five instead of four out of five. right if that day comes i'll let you guys know i'm sure it'll be a pick of the week in a couple of years and uh you'll hear about it how amazing it is and, <laughs> uh see i could see this going the other way i could see myself watching this a second time and not watch not liking it yeah. as much on a second i feel watch. like the second time you watch it you're gonna pick up on things you didn't pick right. up on the first time uh one of my favorite things in this movie is at uh near the end betsy has a shirt on that says i'm I'm Poe, but I'm proud. Yeah. And it's just like the, a person it's fishing. It's got like on a it. frog on it or something. It was a boat. It was a little boat on the water, boat. like fishing, yeah. Yeah. So I'm it's Poe, fucking, but I'm proud. it's awesome. It's, it's the greatest t shirt <laughs> cool I've ever seen in my life. Uh, I feel like that was her personal wardrobe. I feel like these were just clothes she owned. Maybe so. Because anytime I see a picture of her, she's wearing clothes like the character was wearing. So uh, probably was her, her own wardrobe. I feel yeah. like a lot of the characters were probably like that, though. Yeah, a few shirts at the house. I'll just bring them up. Yeah. Because this wasn't, like, a huge budget movie. They had some money behind them, but they didn't have, like, a gigantic Marvel budget to, you know, go buy everybody new this, wardrobes and whatnot. had a, a four hundred yeah. to $600,000. They had a good look. They had enough money to make a good movie, a good-looking movie. And, uh, damn, they did. They did make a good movie. And, uh, I'd watch a second. I'd watch a sequel. So. Not sure if this is that type of film uh, to get a sequel yeah i mean probably not but i would watch another one yeah, i'd watch the second one uh we get um it would be cool if it was like the kid we do it in like a we we wait about five years and then we would come back and they're a little bit older and they got like a little six-year-old or something oh, yeah. and uh it's the it's the exact opposite of what uh it's okay it's it's over the top but with Betsy and her son, or daughter. Wow. And she's got to teach them how to arm wrestle and how to be confident in themselves and they, not such a fucking spoiled rich prick. They could have just put uh, that out of the gate. Surprised they didn't. But uh, it gives them more points for originality. And yeah, man. They, they, they did something really cool. They gave us a reboot without making it a reboot. For sure. You know what I mean? And that's fucking dope. Um, but yeah, that's all we got for this week on this, uh, these particular movies. Um, right. More arm wrestling movies, Hollywood. Here we go. Here comes the part of the show where I talk about random shit until I get tired of talking about random shit and we, uh, cut it off. Uh, <laughs> which is becoming our, our, what the fuck is up with my mic stand? It's my WD-40 dog. It's not. It's like it's unscrewed or something. There we go. Billy uh, fucking Murphy. Billy fucking Murphy. Okay, so I did. I watched uh, Final Girls, too. That was going to be my pick of the week until I watched the to-do list. I just uh, felt like the to- to-do list was more of a, a, a warm weather movie. Um, okay. I don't really watch too many horny movies these days. Buddy, Billy fucking Murphy, though. <laughs> I had forgotten where Billy Murphy came from. Well, we, found we were reminded this week with uh, Final Girls, which is an amazing movie. I wish that was not really a fun movie. Showtime, super I'd love fun to movie. Watch that movie. Adam Devine's in it, of course. He's fucking hilarious. This is one of my funny guys. He's Thomas a funny Middlebridge. guy. Uh, right, in it? Yeah, he's in it. Um. Betty Davis eyes. I learned about that song from that movie. Steven Tyler PJs. She got Betty Davis eyes. Uh. I don't really want to talk about anything else. You. <laughs> you just sat there and stared. He's like, oh. I don't. I mean, I just was like, he said, I'm done. I'm fucking I, I, I lost my will to live in those like 
30 seconds it took me to say that. <laughs> I lost my will to and live. I just, you know, I, I want to go home, and I want to lie down, <laughs> and I want to put on Phoebe Bridgers. You guys, stay tuned next week where we uh, tunnel down and find Ryan's will to live. We, we are, are going to explore the depths of Ryan's subconscious and find that will to live somewhere. Next week, I'm going to force Cagney to listen to Phoebe Bridger's new album, Punisher, and we're going to talk about. We're going to listen to that while we watch Bird Demick on mute. We're going to have a <laughs> we're going to have a dissertation about uh, Phoebe Bridger's. Who the fuck is Phoebe Bridger's? She's awesome. You should check her out. She anything like Nora Jones? Um, maybe. I don't really know much about Nora Jones. Me so. either. I just, um, <laughs> is she anything like Nelly Furtado? I would compare her more to a Fiona Apple. Is that the chick that was stealing a bunch of stuff and died? No. I don't know who you're talking about. Amy Winehouse. She was stealing shit? Was she a shoplifter? Nah, I don't think so. Who am I thinking of? Winona Ryder was a shoplifter. <laughs> she what? turned her life around, though. She's in Stranger Things. Was it now. Christina Applegate? I don't think so. Celebrity shoplifter. Um, Fifteen celebrities busted for shoplifting. Amanda Bynes, Kim Richards, Winona Ryder, Lindsay Lohan, Megan Fox, Britney Spears, Farrah Fawcett. <laughs> I found out some celebrity... Shelley Morrison... Kesha, I Stephanie found out Pratt. some hot hot chick celebrity was like a anti-vax mom, and it was like, oh man, why? Well, she was so cool. She was like a cool person when she was like on TV and shit, and like in movies. Yeah. And now she's just like, don't get your kids vaccinated. It causes autism, oh my God. even though there's all kinds of scientific studies that show that's not true. Who is uh, Emma from the WWE? Yeah, she, stole, she was a shoplifter. Yeah. She stole an iPad. Case. I think she got deported for it. She stole an iPad worth twenty iPad case worth twenty one dollars, <laughs> or almost got deported. I think it was a misunderstanding. Though. I don't think she meant to shoplift it. I think she picked it up and just legitimately thought she, she didn't have it anymore. Like she forgot about it or something. Wow. And I uh, just walked out with it. I don't just know. Because you're a celebrity doesn't mean you can still stop. She that's not that I wouldn't even that's not even really a celebrity. I right. mean, she's a big thing in wrestling, but people don't know her outside of wrestling. Yeah, you know. God, yeah. Winona Ryder was still in fifty five hundred dollars worth of clothes. Yeah, Winona Ryder, <laughs> probably the most famous celebrity shoplifter yeah. for sure. Uh, Lindsay Lohan walked out of a jewelry store with a twenty five hundred dollar sure, necklace. I'm sure. I'm sure Amanda Bynes has shoplifted. Yeah, she did. She was the first one on the yeah. list. Uh, Megan Fox got caught. This is before her, before before she was famous. famous. She, she got caught stealing makeup. Uh, yeah, Amanda Bynes was caught, caught stealing a hat <laughs> from Barney's Listen, on Madison Avenue ladies, in 2014. Gentlemen, boys, and girls, people of all genders, if Machine Gun Kelly can get Megan Fox, then shoot your shot because anything's possible. Right. You know, well, no, Andrew WK is dating Kat Dennings. But Andrew WK is kind of handsome, though. Yeah, I mean, but MGK Andrew... looks like a fucking goblin. Right, but Andrew WK is also Andrew WK is a party animal. Yeah, but partying can be anything, though. Oh, he wants to party, party. Yeah, eating pizza can be partying. It counts as partying. <laughs> he said that. He yeah. said that. Watching pro wrestling yeah. is a form of partying. I'll take it. Uh, when we party, we party hard, Cagney. <laughs> we party, you know? we partied hard. Party, 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 party. party, 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 party I saw party, that dude party. at uh, Warp Tour. It was dope, dude. It was dope. His shirt was so dirty. <laughs> it was just white and brown. <laughs> yeah, it was just dirty. He was dirty. <laughs> I saw him at Amos's South End, too, and that was a really cool show as well. You know who else I saw at Warp Tour? Katy Perry. Weird. Yeah, I saw Katy Perry and Mike Posner in the same year. Weird. Designer Shades. To hide your face. It's probably cause you think you're cooler than me. Alright, on that note, let's read some fucking books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. I would suggest Make Your Own Damn Movie by Lloyd Kaufman and James Gunn. I like Perry. Or actually Trent Trent Haga, right? Trent Haga. Uh James Gunn helped him write all I know about filmmaking <laughs> I learned from Zach's What if we just started like reviewing books? Listen. Join watch.troma.com right now, if you haven't already, 
It's free for 30 days, and it's $4.99 after that. Watch Martell's Movie Madness, the movie, part one, beginning. Uh, that part is not included in the title on their website, or... But it's in the credits! <laughs> or in the opening <laughs> credits of our, our, our movie. The title card itself in the movie says... Uh, just Martell's movie madness the movie yeah, but it's too many letters the end credits <laughs> the end credits has got the full title yeah um i think does the have the has the imb page the imdb page does have the full title yeah is it live now yeah, yeah it's been live why didn't you tell me it's so like a share it with Bro, that was like two days after we had that conversation it was well, up. goddamn son i didn't know yeah, yeah i thought you were checking it I no you get on imdb leave us a review yeah i'm on there I'm all up on that bitch. Mm-hmm. IMDb is my thing now. I'm Wiener. fucking uh, fucking Larry Pinto, all up in that motherfucker. It's Lawrence. Lawrence Pinto. My bad. I, I know him as Larry because we're buddies. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, his professional name his is professionally. If you know, Lawrence. if you don't know him, you call him fucking Lawrence. Okay. All right. We know him. I I know him. You know. That's our buddy Lori. I touched him Lori. in real life, and he touched me. He mowed my grass. We two touched ago. each other. <laughs> You know, he came down and mowed my grass. Uh, big shout out, Universe Retro, Bobby Knipe Jr., Mom and Pop, the rise and the boom of the 80s and 90s video stores. <laughs> the indie video store boom of the 80s and 90s. When that comes out, you guys will not stop hearing about it. You're not gonna stop hearing about it while they're making it because we're gonna talk about it every day. And there's gonna be a few episodes where. It's not, it's, <laughs> not an, it's not, even though it's not a Martell's Movie Madness project, it is a Martell's Movie Madness project. For sure, it is Because we're Martell's both attached project. to it yeah. now. We're both attached to it. Uh, they're trying to get a lot of cool people on this, so you guys are going to be Super really, cool. really fucking stoked to see it when they get finished. They're trying to go to Trauma. They're trying to go to Full Moon. They're trying to go to, like... All kinds of different video stores across America, clo- former and current. Mm-hmm. Um, and our first little unit's just strict interview unit, you know. Yeah, Cagney's going to take. All he's going to take my book with him to New York. Get it signed. Get it signed, hopefully by Mr. Lloyd Kaufman. My, he's like, <laughs> until he cusses me out. <laughs> he is my idol when it comes to making movies. He is the reason why I wanted to be. He's, like, the, the reason I knew that I could be a filmmaker. Well, one of the reasons. Because, like, there are... I knew when I, when I when I first watched his... The trauma movies, I was like, okay, these movies are fucking good. But they're also really fucking cheap. And, like, I could probably make these movies. I could really see myself making something like this. And then I found out that there were people doing... Actually really good fucking quality shit for, like nothing basically like christopher bickle's out here making movies for the price of a used car mm-hmm. um i'm pretty sure that she was so pretty both of those were both made for about the same amount of money blair hoyle god knows he's he's making movies and art that just <sighs> he's such a storyteller and these are people I know, people I can talk to personally, people I can go reach out to and, you know, get artistic feedback from right. if I need to. And I, I think meeting Brook, Brooklyn and uh, Jerry and all those that crew and reconnecting with Blair on top of being, uh, starting to interact with Mr. Bickle a lot, uh, I feel like those things contributed to when Cagney said, let's make a fucking movie. I was like, yeah, we can do that. We can fucking make a movie. We can get a budget. You know, we can we can do this. And we did get a budget. We got a... We got more money than we thought we were going to have to make this movie from one single person. Right. So, uh, we've been in- increasingly fortunate with the opportunities we've been afforded so far. And hopefully it just gets better and bigger because well, it is. We're, trying to, we're trying to make that Disney money and uh, well I am I don't know about Cagney he probably wants DC money I don't know what he probably wants Warner Brothers money why are you, why are you saying that <laughs> I mean it's almost the same amount of money I'd rather, like, honestly, yeah I'd rather have Warner Brothers <laughs> money I'd rather be on a Warner Brothers there's, project there's, there's actually probably like <laughs> not even a full comma difference the Warner Brothers money I'm working on the Conjuring dog hey 
That would be tight. I'd rather be on the set of the Conjuring. Even though I'm pretty sure Star they're Wars. not going to make any more Conjuring movies. I think this is no. the last one. But they will be making more horror movies. For sure. Always. For sure. I mean, if you want to get tight, if you really want to get crazy with it, let's get that Universal money. Uh, yeah, I mean, the you Universal I mean? Warner Brothers, yeah. It's right let's there get that, that let's get that fucking, let's get that Blumhouse tilt move money. Oh, <laughs> no, that too much Blumhouse money. That, <laughs> let's get that motherfucking James Gunn money, bitch. He's got the DC universe. He's got the Marvel universe. He's and doing the it all. Universe. He's doing it all, bro. He wrote Tromeo and Juliet. In my eyes, the man can do no wrong. And Terry Farmer. Did he write Terry Farmer? Yeah, he's got screenplay credit for that for and Tromeo. Those tight. are the two. Well, yeah. I mean, I knew it was based on the book. Mm-hmm. It's based on uh, what I know about filmmaking. I yeah. from Toxic Avenger. Yeah, James, so. those are his two Troma scripts. Nice. And they're two of the best. Yeah, Scooby Doo. Those are the two of the best. Scooby fucking do, man. Those are probably the best trauma films that are trauma besides Toxie, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I think those are the top two, like, trauma made films. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't get better than that. Terra Firmer, especially. Terra Firmer is a fucking masterpiece. I'd say that's, like, the most meta trauma film. Whenever, at the end, when he's doing his little speech about family values and, uh,. He's like, family values must be saved. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Deborah Rashawn's character goes, No! This is a trauma movie! <laughs> the best. The best. Lloyd Kaufman playing a, a blind, incompetent version the of director, himself. Yeah, it's just the fucking insane. His daughter playing his daughter in the movie. Yeah. Just to humans. being the goofiest looking thing ever, but just cute as a button as well. Uh, that's also his kids at the end of Tromeo and Juliet, too. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think one of the Newcomb Highs has his kids in it. I do call that. Um, yeah. So, I think that's about it. I think that's what we got. Cool. Know? At Martell's Movie Madness on Facebook and Instagram. At Movie Madness 69 on Twitter. Trailer Trash God on Instagram for me. The trailer trash god for the backup in case I get fucking whatever eighty sixth again. again. <laughs> uh, Martell the god at Martell the god on Twitter, onlyfans.com slash Martell the god, patreon.com slash the uh, Martell's movie madness. Join us three dollars a fucking month, man. You get early access, early ad free access. So you don't have to listen to that stupid uh, that stupid reading I do for the anchor ad. <laughs> um, Cagney, tell them where they can find you, bud. I'm going to tell you that you need a link tree, buddy, because I you got, got a link too tree. many guys. You need to mention that. I got the link tree. Get on the link tree. Follow me at 50 different places. Try to keep up. You ready? I got find me on Cagney Likes this on Instagram. That's it. My link tree is in my Instagram bio and my Twitter bio. All the different, every social media site I have, the website that I list is my link tree. So, nice. All of my links are conveniently in one spot for everybody to check out. You can go watch Bad Girls, you can watch our movie, you can watch fucking YouTube channel shit that I make. Uh, all kinds of shit. Go on okay. over there. Go look at all the shit. Give it a look. Uh,. Read some fucking books. I think I'm gonna take up transcendental meditation. Okay. Let's watch some fucking movies. You can um Looks like you survived the movie madness. Congratulations! Come back next week for more chills, thrills, and spine-tingling tales of terror and movies. Because that's what makes the world go round.